Hello and welcome back to the Football Chat Podcast. Today it's episode 127 where we're continuing our series of going through every Premier League side and rebuilding their squad for 23-24. Today it is Burnley the Championship champions coming up from the second division. They played some really nice football last year, didn't they? We'll start with their a look at last season, as we always do. Very successful campaign, wasn't it? They were absolutely unstoppable. They were brilliant throughout. They played some really, really good stuff. Mm. I was really impressed with them in the league. There are a few questions about them making the step up. Yes, they did tear yeah. up the championship. Yes, they were very good. And it's going to be interesting to see how it's, they adjust. It's about, yeah, as you say, that adjustment, that transition from playing a really attractive style of playing the championship, but making sure it's more solid. Because we did see them having a few problems with conceding goals. Mm. I think back to the Hull game, which they drew one all. They dominated a lot in that game, but they were very weak on the counter-attack. However, towards the end of last season, company did remedy those issues. He decided to play, to get both his full-backs in decent areas, but not too high of the pitch. At the start of the season, he liked to have Roberts, Connor Roberts, sort of invert into that back three, and Ian mm. Martson push high. But now he's had both his full-backs a little far further forward, but Martson dropped back a little bit. So that's creates a bit more solidity there in that defence. I think that's what he'll do next season, which means then Alistair Rory does take a wider position, which he is, I would say, more crucial. At. That yeah. does mean Martson's less effective, but I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing if it means they're more defensive, more solid in those positions. Obviously, they do play a very attractive brand of football, a very high possession, great passing style to play, very very reminiscent of yeah. Pep Guardiola's style football, which makes sense, doesn't it? It would be weird yeah. if company was playing clock ball, but <laughs> but they do love to bake that press. They sit very deep, invite the pressure, play through it once, they, once the opposition come towards them, and then they can hit them hard on the counter-attack. So, or on the attack, sorry. So a very good side, very, very good side. Some key players then, because I know there'll be people watching this that maybe didn't watch much of Burnley last season. To be honest, we watched them live, didn't we, against no, Norwich? Yeah, but brilliant. other than that, I can't say I've watched loads of Burnley. I did do uh, quite a bit of research before this episode just to sort of catch up on how they like to play football. But I have to say, Burnley... The, the, the thing with the Championship is you often hear about the sides that done really well, but as someone who yeah. doesn't watch the Championship every week, you just sort of go, oh, Burnley are dominating. But they have had problems this season, but they've also been impeccable. So I would say, I think they're a really impressive yeah. side. I think City on the other day will be an interesting challenge. We already saw them lose heavily in the FA Cup. Yeah. It will show a lot as to how far they've come, how they get on in that Friday night game. But some key players and people that may not have heard of them. Anna Sorore, a very oh, talented player that, with yeah. a great song as well. He's a very pacey winger, great at cutting inside, getting shots away. I believe he's their second top goal scorer, only behind Jay I mean, Rodriguez. Having the opportunity to watch Burnley, especially him live, was brilliant. Yeah, and he scored. And yeah. they did their song. Yeah, they did his song. So, yeah, he's a really, really interesting player. And obviously, a former Rocco international now. I think he's really impressive and he will be key for Burnley next yeah. season. Someone with a bit more experience than a lot of his teammates who maybe haven't played. I know he's not playing the Premier League, but he has played international football, which is yeah. a big big thing so he has played mm. at a level higher than a lot of the other Burnley players another one is actually the winger on the opposite side who I think's not been given as much credit this season but Manuel Benson has also had a fantastic season and I think he's the greatest demonstration of company's ability to coach a player because throughout this season he's adapt- he's become better and better at finding those spaces yeah. pick, you know, getting into areas where he can receive the ball but he's also become a lot more physical and that's something they've worked on in training he came from Anderlecht in the uh, What's the Belgian Pro League is called the Belgian I can't remember what the Belgian League yeah, is called. Yeah. But they they brought him in and obviously a very different style of football. It's a lot more physical the English game, but he's adapted really well. They've beefed him up a lot. Like, yeah. like that Leon Goretzka summer where he suddenly became yeah, the Hulk. Yeah. They've done that. He's very physical now and he's very capable to play in the Premier League. So yeah, they're a, they're a really interesting team. I do think, though, they are going to adapt their style a little bit. Yeah. I think we'll tend to see... So at times, they've had both their midfielders almost operating as two eights last season. I think they'll play with a double pivot this season to just try and keep it a lot more defensive. I think their fullbacks will sit a little deeper as well. We won't yeah. see Martson making those flying runs quite as often. I think he will still get forward, don't get me wrong. But a lot of the time, he was almost sat as the winger, especially in possession. So I think... they'll. As we saw towards the end of the season, Martin will be a little deeper and they'll they'll set up with a lot more solidity, a lot more stability, which will just protect them from the counter-attack a little more. 
So yeah, that's sort of how they play. In terms of the squad then, we start with the contracts that are expiring. This summer there is only one contract expiring, which is Matthew Loughton. I don't think that's much cause for concern. They did, he didn't get too many minutes last season, to that's my knowledge. Say, third choice right back, I think, now, yeah. behind Robertson. Vitinha, who yeah. was a right wing, but they transformed mm. him to be right back. So I mean, Club 7, obviously, been yeah. around for a very long time at Burnley. They might want to keep him around just for that dress because he's play, he has played in the Premier like League. It looks like he is just leaving. Yeah, it won't really shame that, but because I, I quite like him, but yeah, he's, he seems like a nice player. He's, he's served Burnley very well. Yeah, and he's done a job at times this season. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think he's a bad player by any stretch, but not Premier League quality. No, so it makes sense. And really. I think he'll do well at a different Championship side. Maybe someone like a Swansea. Nah, he's better. <laughs> Matthew Lowen's better than Swansea. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And then they've got five players, or sorry, six players expiring in 2024. Some big, big players amongst this list. Charlie Taylor, which is their only current left back at this club. Yeah, I mean, because I, obviously yeah. Ian Martin was on loan last season. Bailey Peacock, Farrell, the backup goalkeeper. Johan Berg Goodmanson. But then the three more key players are Josh Brownhill, Jack Cork, and Jay Rodriguez. Now, the one that stands out to me the most is Josh Brownhill. He's yeah. a really, really Get talented player. Get him in player. a new contract ASAP. Yep. Give him whatever he wants. Sign him over the keys to Turf Moor. And do it before the season starts, because then if you're bottom of the league, he, won't, he can't change his mind. Because <laughs> yeah. if you're bottom of the league and you go got a new contract, I don't, you go, I don't, think, no, I don't think Burnley will be bottom of the league. Then I think they'll start yeah, all right. But yeah. yeah, of course, we'll go into predictions at the end. But yeah, Brownhill, for me, it's either you sign him to a new deal before the start of the season or you sell him. Because I don't think he's irreplaceable, but he is worth money. Yeah. So, for me, as key and as pivotal as he is to this Burnley system, you could find another player to play that role. And I think you've got to cash in on him if he's not going to renew his contract. Because we saw with Bournemouth how much of a loss Jefferson Lerma is on a free. And I think if Burnley lost Brownhill for nothing, that's a massive problem. Yeah. It's a massive, massive problem. But yeah, and then Jack Cork is, well, he's been immense this season playing that defensive midfield role. He can play as the lone DM, he can play in a double pivot. So for me, that he's really key. Whether, whether you keep I mean, him or not depends on how uh, Bastien develops. I think he'll be fine to play as that DM, but you probably want, you definitely want another DM. So if you sign a youngster this summer, maybe someone like Etienne Kammerer at Huddersfield, you'll be maybe all right to let Cork leave. But yeah. for me, I'd renew that contract out of safety. You can always sell him on or keep him to or just keep an extra year yeah. if if you do find another player. So for me, he's a sign on. As is Jay Rodriguez, who had a really good season this year. He's also developed completely changed the way he plays the game. Jay Rodriguez was known as a striker that would get a load of championship goals. Yeah. I, I would have expected him going into the season to bag like 20 goals but this season he reinvented himself as almost a false nine to facilitate the movements of um, Manuel Benson and Anna Sorore but also Josh Brownhill as that attacking yeah. attacking midfielder so for me I would sign Brownhill Cork Rodriguez Bailey Peacock foul very much depends on whether they can get a backup yeah. goalkeeper because I think there's better I out think, there I think of Cork but maybe and... you sell him on this summer Cork and Rodriguez are imperative, especially because there's a lot of players, there's a lot of very good players in this Burnley squad, but there isn't that much of Premier League experience. Yeah. Rodriguez, Cork, two players that have played in the Premier League, know what the challenge is like. Because there is a big step up. They've gone from being the best team in one league to you know one of the worst in the next league. It yeah. is hard to adjust to that. For me, Rodriguez probably doesn't start. But he can. He can definitely start. I mean, impact, you. though. Impact exactly. He could also be a great impact yeah. player. And then what, what would you do about Charlie Taylor and Johan Berg Goodmanson? Goodmanson, again, he's played in the Prem. He's experienced. So Charlie Taylor, further on yeah, those same so, sort of yeah. lines. I just don't know. I think you can get better. And I think Goodmanson, yeah. he can, he's got a good long throw on him. But, for me, there are areas in the squad you need to address first yeah, yeah. before a backup right winger. So I would keep Goodmanson for this season and then let him leave on a free next summer because I don't think you're going to get much from him anyway. Maybe a couple mil from... I don't know why Swansea are the only club that keep coming to my head as a championship side. Someone like that, yeah. Could be someone like that if Reading had any money. But Goodmanson could definitely do a job in the championship. Possibly for uh, Norwich since they're just signing loads of ex-prem players at the moment. Stacey, Barnes, Goodmanson fits that sort of bill. 
So he could get a move this summer, but for me, you're not going to get enough money to really make any, you know, for it to be mm. worth it. So I would let him leave in a year's time, and then next summer you look at a right winger, rather yeah. than try and move him on this summer because there's already a lot to do. I would say for this summer, so keep him around. And then Charlie Taylor, it makes sense to keep him around for another year, maybe extend that contract if he had a good, if he has a good season. Or if you loan in a left back, then you want yeah. to keep him around just for a bit of security. If not, you don't have a left back. He is mm, their only yes, left so. back at the club right now. They will obviously sign another one, you would imagine. Charlie Taylor won't start in that role. It's just whether they can bring in someone that of the quality of Ian Marks. I say, they won't get Marks. Doesn't it? They'll get Marks. I don't know. Back. Depends on who knows. Yeah. Chelsea might could do well, anything. Chelsea are tomorrow, and we'll be talking about them in detail <laughs> with regards to Ian Martin. But unless Kukurea leaves, I really don't see why Martin would want to stay mm. because he's sec- he'd be third choice, and then even then he's competing with Lewis yeah. Hall. Mm. So unless Hall gets a loan away, Kukurea leaves, or Hall gets surely Martin leaves. Who knows what really could do? Let's touch, we'll yeah. touch on the Chelsea tomorrow. And we'll get on to Martin when we get on to potential improvements. Yeah. So, should we do our squad keep ourselves then? Yeah. As we always do, we run through the entire re- entirety of the squad and we discuss whether players should be kept or sold. I think this will be a quite an easy one because a lot of Burnley's current squad are fine. They've got yeah. they they did well last season. They brought in the right sort of players, and anyone and then also they've lost a lot due to loanies. So they can't really afford to sell anyone right now. But yeah, looking at their side, then Arjunet Muric is a more than capable goalkeeper. Yeah, brilliant. really, really good cam- campaign. I think he'll continue to be their number one next season. I would have a few question marks, and I would say there's better out there. Bring in a backup goalkeeper. I think you could bring in a backup goalkeeper that will challenge him. Also, we saw Peacock Farrell start a few games this year. Yeah. He was. The, big, the biggest problem for Burnley is that while other relegation sides can go out and bring in a Neto or bring in a Kaylor Navas, who maybe aren't as good with the ball at his feet, not in the case of Navas, Navas is good playing out from the back, Yeah, but they need someone that's going to play this company system. Mm. And the only goalkeeper that really came to my head when thinking about that was Claudio Bravo. But he's just signed a contract extension with Real Betis and is 40 years old. So 40. my only thought there was he's played the Man City system and yeah. he is a good he is good for the ball at his feet. So, but equally did really struggle in the prem. But Joe even when Hart. he was in his prime, not Joe Hart, God. But yeah, for me, Murich probably starts next season. But I would potentially bring on bring in a backup goalkeeper. Yeah. Billy Peacock Fowles fine to keep around. Maybe let him leave next summer. Well, Maybe you renew his contract. A, I don't know who's going to buy him, and B, I don't think you'll get much for him. Yeah, well, he'd be a fantastic championship goalkeeper for a lot of clubs, mm. but probably not ideal. Then they've also they've also got Will Norris, who isn't in the Premier League app, but he is a goalkeeper who's yeah decent been out on loan this season, I believe at Peterborough. So he'll probably be third choice. It'll be either him or Dennis Frankie, who they signed from PSG, or Charlie Casper, who's been out on loan. But I cannot remember for the life of me what club he was at. I feel like it's someone. Like Rochdale, I want to say, but that's just complete stab in the dark. But they've Great. got a load of good young goalkeepers, mainly though Murich and Peacock Farrell are the ones yeah. that are important. Murich for me will probably start and then readdress that in January if you're shipping a lot of goals, if yeah. he's struggling to adapt. Peacock Farrell's a fine backup for now. If you do bring in a backup goalkeeper, then maybe look to move him on, but you don't. it's not a prerogative, I wouldn't say. Mm. On to defenders then. We've already discussed Charlie Taylor a bit, but keep him around. Yeah, Definitely keep, for keep him year. around, but you need to buy someone that's going to challenge him to start. Oh, I would say start over yeah. him. If, if it's a, only a challenge, then that's probably not great. No. What should you do? So, uh, number five, or well, the next stuff, is Taylor Harwood-Bellis. It looks like they won't be able to renew his yeah. contract, which is a big problem. Obviously, he is only on loan from Manchester City. Where, what do you, where do you see him going, Harwood-Bellis? Is it a matter of he will actually get minutes for City next season? Or will he move to a club? Pep seems better than Burnley. Quite keen on playing them. You know, we've seen Rico Lewis come through, Cole Palmer. You know, it's, it's yeah. But does does it say a lot that they neither of those got any loan moves? They were just integrated immediately into the first team. Same for Phil Foden. Yeah. Whereas Harwood Burst was loaned away from the club. Mm. We've not seen yet Pep loan out a player, not if bring I, him back if into I was the first Pep, team. I mean, he'll so. probably reassess during pre-season. See what he's yeah. like, and then decide whether he wants to loan him out or not. For me, though, he's going to have suitors who are able to pay pay more and offer him more in wages. Yeah. I think there will be clubs interested. Probably someone like Borussia Dortmund, 
yeah. someone like that he could go and develop at. So for me, it'll be very difficult to get him back for another year. Mm. Same really follows for CJ Agan Riley, who I don't think he's played all that much this season. I may be wrong there, but I'll be honest, I haven't really seen him. I didn't realise he was there. He's played... Oh, he's, he's been on loan. I know, so he was only there for the first half of the season, three appearances. Oh, yeah. Then he got a loan move to Hibbert. I've got a free transfer, so he's a Burnley player. Oh. It's just the Premier League app didn't uh, doesn't have a picture of him, so they just put him in the uh, City oh. picture. But So he just played for Burnley. He played a couple of times the first half of the season, then he got a loan move away to Hibernian. He's yeah. probably not ready for Premier League football, is he? Sell him. He's at Hibernian. <laughs> I wouldn't sell him. I'd, I'd no. want him championship. Sure. See how he gets on. The fact, though, that they played him in the championship didn't like what he was doing and, and loaned him to Scotland. Not a God. great sign for uh, for CJ Egan Riley. Connor Roberts. Must keep. Keep start. Fantastic, fantastic performances for the club this season. I think he'll do a shift for him next year mm. if he is to give around. Yeah. Same really goes for Hjalmar Ekdal. He was yeah. a more than reliable cover for their centre-halves this season and without Taylor Harwood Bellis renewing and well we'll get on to Bayer in a moment but yeah Ekdal will be crucial because yeah. they do need centre-halves obviously and he's yeah. more than capable as a rotation centre-half then Vitinho, who's been completely transformed really yeah. from a right winger to a right back an excellent job from company he's a must keep right? I was saying I remember what he played in that Norwich game and he was brilliant on down the right hand side yeah um, I think that versatility as well is really useful you've got he yeah. can be a right winger if you need him to be he can play at right back where he's it been it also means he's transformed very good going forward yeah exactly and I think for the way that Burnley want to play you do then have those options because you could play a lot of the times I've had Martin fly forward on the left hand side and Conor Roberts sitting deep but if you play Taylor and or bring in a more defensive mm, yeah. left back but if you play Taylor and Vitinho, then Vitinho could be the one that pushes forwards and Taylor says, and I know they tend to play both their fullbacks in a similar sort of role recently, but maybe they'll go back to that yeah. that three if they see that as more more stable, yeah. potentially. But yeah, then I mean Al Dakil, I'm gonna have to have a look at this guy because I'll be honest, I do not know who he is. He's twenty one years old, uh, came from the Belgian leagues. Looks decent to be faced. Played eight, only eight times this season, but has looked fairly quality in every appearance. 7.12 yeah. average football rating is not bad at all. He's played a lot in the Cups. He is in the U21 setup and actually got some minutes for the first team when they played Estonia in the Euro mm. quali- recent Euro qualifiers. So clearly highly rated. He played a lot towards the end of the season, so potentially yeah. they played him they, they when they could afford to rotate. They played him and he actually yeah. played well. So. I don't actually know where he is. So he is a centre-half. I think he'll be fine as a cover option if you need him. Probably wouldn't be looking to start him, though. He can play in your Carrow Cup first-round game. Depend- not first-round, but... Yeah. And then Lewis Bayer, of course, on loan this season from Borussia Mönchengladbach. But Burnley have signed him to the tune of £15 million. Do you think that's a good deal? Yeah. I I, I love all Burnley signings just because like, they announce them. They're all brilliant. They are. Yeah, no. Good deal. He looked very good. And I think he is, you know, obviously he's played in the Bundesliga. He's Premier League quality. Yeah. Like, for me, you know, I think he's, that's a very good addition. Yeah, I think he's a, I think he's a really good player. I think he's a really, really he's good player. He's a type of player that could keep you up. Yeah, exactly. And for 15 mil, I think that's a bargain. I have to say, I think that's yeah, a bargain. Yeah. If you're looking at someone like Howard Bellis, they're probably going to want 25 30. Yeah. So for me, 15 mil for Lewis Bayer, for Louis, Lewis, I don't know how you say his first name, but for Bayer, it's a fantastic bit of business. Yeah. Luke McNally is Irish, young centre-half, has been loaned with Coventry yeah. this season, had a decent campaign, uh, loaned there for the second half of the campaign. He played pretty much every game, 21 appearances, featured, or, or played all 120 minutes in that playoff final, which they obviously lost. But do you think he'll start to play for Burnley this season? I or would you to. move he, him on? He was brilliant. He was yeah. brilliant. Fair if enough. not, if I mean, if they're suitors and sell him because like, you can get a, a decent, profit to be made there. You can yeah. get a decent price room. If not, I think as a third, fourth choice centre half, he can be. Yeah. Well, good. if you look at it and you've got Al Dakil, you've got Bayer, you've got Ekdal. If you then look at signing a Harvard Bellis replacement, that's four centre halves. You could probably sell McNally and just yeah. recoup a little bit of profit there, yeah. considering you are going to look to sign a lot of players for the Prem and actually bringing in a bit of money may well help. Just steady yeah. the books a little bit. But yeah, on to midfielders then. First, which is Jack Cork, who we've already spoken about a bit this video, but contract expiring in 2024, I would renew that. I would keep him. He's yeah. 
Pogic really shown his quality in the championship this year. And Premier League proved not well Premier League Premier League experience. Well, he has played a lot of Prem, yeah. to be fair. he's not he's not really looked out of depth in the Prem. He's played for some pretty bad sides and he's looked fine. So and then Burnley yeah. who just played dice ball, but yeah, it's been a fantastic transition for him because he played that sort of hoof ball, that yeah. boot it long dice ball to he's this now Guardiola he play, or Bradley football. I believe he may well have, you know. When did he play for Swansea? So he's at Swansea from 2015 2017. He may have, may have just missed Bob, him. That's how I Must have played for Southampton, by the way. Imagine your career. What, boy, what a illustrious career. I completely forgot whether he was Brad Bobley or Bob Brad. Brad Bobley. <laughs> As I went to <laughs> That sounds. So imagine yeah. you played Deutsch Ball. Is it Swansea only in 2016? He uh, did play. Come on, Bob Bradley. So Jack Cork's played Bob Bradley football. He's played Deutsch Ball mm. and he's played Company Ball. That is an illustrious. And I don't know who he played at. I he played for Southampton, but I can't think who would have been the manager of Southampton between 2011 and 2015. There's definitely more than one man in there, but. Was that pot? Did he get any potch ball? He would have played some. Yeah, potch was, was there. And also, he came through the Chelsea Academy. Yeah, Jack Cork. So he's done. Jack Cork. Yeah. Well you do definitely need to look at another DM, though, because he is 33. Yeah, but he is quality. He is, yeah, age is not on his side. But maybe like age, age like wine. Potentially, you've got to pray age is like wine yeah. and not like milk. But he has, he has looked really good this season. I think he'll be. Good next season, though, I would look at yeah. DM maybe next summer as a more starting option and start to face Cork out of the side. Yeah. But obviously, you have got Samuel Best- Bastien, who is an option. He's played really well this season when called no, upon. Yeah, 18 appearances in the league, 24 in all appearances in all competitions, came from the Belgian league, as every other winter company signing yeah. has. He tends to play more as a DM, but can also play that Josh Cullen role. For me, it's an obvious keep. You're yeah, probably not going to get yeah. anything that's worthwhile for him, so he's keep him around. Enough. So, you know, Josh Cullen, what should you do about him? Well, probably keep him because he's a magical, yeah. magical player. Yeah. Played really well recently in those qualifiers for the Euro 24 with Ireland. He is just a really talented player. 8.5 rating in that 3-0 demolition of Gibraltar. He played really well throughout this season. 43 appearances from 44 games, I believe, in the championship. That's Started mental. every single match that he played. Yeah. So, an incredible run. 50, 50 appearances now for Burnley since joining last summer from Anderlecht. He's a good player. A really, really good player. Another another player from the Belgian League. Yeah. Yeah, and I think he will probably be one of those players that adjust the Premier League most effectively yeah. because he has got a little bit of He'll Premier be, League experience. He's one of those players players he was stand out. West and Ham. again, he could keep, he's one of those magical players that could just do something to keep you up. Yeah, 100%. I think he's a really decent really decent player. Then you have Johan by Goodmanson, who we've spoken about. Yeah. Probably look to move on next summer, but he's fine for this year. Josh Brownhill, who I would hand the keys to the stadium. Yeah. But whatever he wants. He wants his own parking Quality. space. If he wants to take out, like Troy Dean did, all the speed bumps so he can whiz round the car park, then allow him to do that. But... As a storyteller, Troy Dean yeah. was telling our podcast, that's how Watford, he managed to convince, oh, sorry, Watford managed to convince him to stay. I take the speed bumps out of the car park. I don't know whether that's what Josh Brownhill wants, but if he does, give it to him. Give him what he wants. Keep him around. Yeah, yeah, definitely. He was magical. Yeah, really, really good player. And then Scott Twine. They didn't really play him this season. He only got 14 appearances, only five starts in the championship. Obviously, was injured for most of the campaign. I think there's a really, really good player in there. Obviously, tore up League One this he, season before. Is he Premier League quality? For me, the problem is, I think he would have torn up the championship this year if he's actually yeah. been able to play. Because, to be fair to him, in five starts, he got three goals and an assist. Yeah. If that doesn't show his quality, I don't know what does, because he's one, barely what, played. 33 contributions? Yeah, 33 contributions, 45 games. Wow. So, so I, I think you've got to give him a chance. Yeah, he is, of course, only 23 years old. If it's not working out, maybe you could loan him out for the second half of the season, yeah. get him some more Premier League experience. I know there'll be clubs like Norwich probably looking for players to reinvigorate their season because if it's Norwich's season goes anything like their last couple campaigns then it's probably not going to be great yeah. but yeah Scott Twine I think a really really talented player obviously only joined last summer it's been a real shame we didn't get to see him much for Burnley obviously injuries have plagued his campaign for me he could adapt to the Prem well yeah. it's going to be interesting to see he is also the one thing he packs which could be a very interesting element which we don't really have is a set-piece taker. Yeah. Like, that can be so crucial in the Premier League. Look at 
Dimitri Payet for West Ham. He's pretty much yeah. keeping the league from just bending free kicks top corner all the time. If you can have a player like that that can just, from a dead ball situation, just ping one top corner, then lovely day. It's a very good tool to have. Yeah, very exactly. good tool to have. So I think he could prove very useful in that regard. Then to the forwards, Ashley Barnes, of course, already left the club. Fantastic servant for Burnley. Yeah, His contract expired this summer, and I'm sure he'll do very well for Norwich next season. He is a very good championship striker. He was decent yeah. in the Prem, but that was dodgeball. Again, didn't really play this up this season, but for Wagner, oh, to, be, to be fair, I said didn't really play. 39 appearances, he did play a lot, but a lot of those were sub-appearances. 22 yeah. starts, to be fair to him, though. So he has played a lot this season. I thought he played less than that, to be fair. So fair enough, Barnes has been involved a lot this uh, this season. But, but he's not really a Vincent Company player. Exactly, he's not great in that. Form he's a dodgeball. He's going to flick it on to little yeah. Jay Rodriguez. And to be fair, only six goals and three assists. It's not mm. really what you're looking for from a player yeah. of his quality. So yeah, I would say it makes but sense to let him leave. Him at Norwich would do very well. He's also never had. If you look through all his seasons of football, he's never had on football green ratings. So since 2016-17, where they started the ratings, implement rating systems, he's just never clocked up any green ratings. He's seasons. tried his best. He's tried his best. His average ratings are not stunning. But Jay Rodriguez, he has had a very, very good campaign, yeah. and I'm sure he'll go on to either be a very good starting striker or a fantastic rotation option should they sign a another striker. So for me, he's an obvious keep. Yeah. Mamma Benson, your keep as well. We've already spoken about his importance to this Burnley side. I think Doko Shulov hasn't really been given a, shot, a chance to prove himself this season. He only played seven times for Burnley, and only one of those was a start before he was loaned out to the Bundesliga to Stuttgart for the second half of the season. So, yeah. oh no, sorry, he, that he played one game for Stuttgart, then joined yeah. Burnley. But he's he's a, he's a really good player, and I think he could prove that yeah. in the Premier League. It's just whether he's actually given an opportunity to. But if not, you look at a loan move and you see whether he, you know what you, what you can do in the championship. He definitely deserves to be getting some yeah, minutes. They've yeah. got someone next season because he's only twenty two. North Macedonian winger it could be crucial for them in the maybe. future. It could be big yeah, for Burnley maybe. if they actually give him a chance. Lyle Foster then it was a January addition who's only played eleven times for the club. Yeah, this was an interesting one. I was a bit confused by the decision to sign him in the first place. I'm going to be honest, but he is a good player. It's just, it, I don't know, didn't really work out. The fact he's bought, in, he's bought in January, I wouldn't sell him yet. I just, oh no, I wouldn't sell him. But is he Premier League quality? I don't know. Was I impressed by him in his first six months of the Championship? Not especially. But he's probably but a good. There's a definitely chance, a good player in there. Yeah, I would look to probably loan him out at the start of the season. Yeah. The same really applies to Dara Costello. He was on loan at Bradford last season. Only played eleven times. I think you'd look at another a League One loan this season. I know that yeah. was a League Two loan. They didn't really impress, but you could look at a League One loan, see if there's any interest there. There probably will be someone mm. in League One, maybe the pro- whoever's just come up from League Two. I think that was Leighton Orient. Right from League Two to Yeah, yeah, yeah up yeah, to yeah. League One. So someone like that could be a good a good fit for him. But he didn't really do a lot last season. No. But ultimately it's not that it's not massive for Burnley, there's only twenty Maybe if he chairs up League One and then gets a loan with yeah. the Championship, he could be a future forward for Burnley. But mm. for me, he's not really proven enough yet to warrant any first team, any first team minutes. And then Asarore, need we and say Asarore. anything other than just sing at you? But he's a magical, a... magical, magical player. He had a fantastic season of seven goals, five assists in thirty-four games. It was, it was just so good. His I, movement's I, impeccable. Honestly, he's so yeah. quick. Brilliant. Absolutely. I just want to sit there on that fr- first game of the season Friday night and just listen to the Burnley fans singing yeah. his song. Well, we won't be, we'll be live for it, so we'll have to sing it for oh, the audience, even better, of course. Even better. <laughs> it's just brilliant. Brilliant chant, brilliant yeah. player. Again, could be something magical. He's the type of player that could do what Jack Greedish did to, for, for Villa. Just keep him in the league. Just keep him in the league. The difference is... He's not. I wouldn't say he's as good as Jack Grealish was when Grealish was playing for Villa, though. But and also the Burnley system is a lot better than the Villa system. The Villa system was: can we get the ball to Grealish? If we do, hurrah! But like that Villa system beat Liverpool seven two. So no, Liverpool beat Liverpool seven two in that game. (laughs) Yeah, Liverpool completely collapsed. But 
Yeah, Burnley clearly a really good side, and I think if they continue their style of play but adapt it slightly so it suits the Premier League, well, I think I, definitely I think Company be aware of that. And just to touch on Vincent Company, I think it was I think it's brilliant that they've managed to keep hold of him this this summer. Obviously, there's a few yeah. rooms where we go to Tottenham, where we move elsewhere. Um, you know, obviously, and realistically, you know, people are questioning would he be the long term Man City replacement for Pep? But they probably kept, will be. But yeah, but they've kept him this summer. Very good manager again. When, on, on seeing him on that touchline, you know, when he just sat like three rows behind him, throwing his cap on the ground and screaming at players, that's what you want from your manager. Very yeah. passionate, absolutely loves the club. I remember seeing that team talk when he was uh, when he was in the Belgian Pro League at half time, and he absolutely tore into his players because they were, I think they were losing to their rivals or something, and he was embarrassed by him, shame. He was oh, mm. very animated. I love it. Love to see managers like that. Yeah, I think he plays a really attractive brand of football as well. But as you say, all those great qualities imagine is to to make it at the top yeah. level. So for me, company is a fantastic coach, and you can. There's a clear identity to his play, which takes a lot of lot of inspiration from his mentor Pep Guardiola. So yeah. he's another one. It, Pep is slowly becoming the Yoda. He's t- yeah of uh, of he's football. He's got Arteta. He's got. He's got uh, all his Jedi. He's got company. He's got Shafi. Yeah. He did have Shafi. But he's left yeah, now, he's hasn't he? Where's he gone? What do you mean, Xavi? He left his... Who's he, who's he managing and he left? Barcelona. Yeah. No, no, no. Xavi. <laughs> who was Xavi managing? Who are you on about? Xavi managed... Oh, oh, he did, yeah, he did. No. He's the Barcelona of, manager. No. <laughs> What's going on? I'm thinking of... Um, Xavi managed Qatar All-Stars, but then he's Barcelona manager. <laughs> Who am I thinking of that left their club and was crying about it? I don't know who you're talking about. Iniesta, I've got them mixed up. All right. Move on, move on. Who's a shabby manager at one of the most famous clubs in the world? <laughs> but yeah, he has got... And then obviously the new... His assistant's just gone and joined Leicester as well. Yeah. So he's done a, he's done brilliantly. And even Martin Demichelis has become a fantastic manager now in the Argentinian League. I believe he manages River Plate. If I'm not mistaken, so wow. <laughs> even even Martin Demichelis has took inspiration he was, there. He was bang average defender. <laughs> bang average is generous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was a defender. He was a questionable defender. <laughs> he did he did some no, defending. Loved Demichelis. Yeah. Anyway, back to Burnley. Back to Burnley. Then shall we look at some positions which I think could do with some improvement now? viewers at home some Burnley fans if you're watching yeah. you may well disagree with these and feel free to flood the comment section with your thoughts and opinions I know that a lot of the other videos have had those similar sort of feedback so Thanks, if you guys. could be constructive that would be appreciated oh, absolutely love that you guys are in, inter- enjoying and interacting yeah. with these uh, this content but yeah backup goalkeeper I think is somewhat yeah. crucial I have lined up a decent option there. I think, though, I do think maybe you want an experienced player, a very experienced player. Yeah. So I found someone that's decent experienced, but not too old. Mm. Starting centre-half crucial, obviously, with Harwood Bellis leaving uh, from his loan. Starting left-back as well, same situation there with Martson. Yeah. I think a mid, some midfield reinforcement could be really, really useful. Yeah. And then a forward option with Ashley Barnes leaving. So we, uh, we'll start then with goalkeeper, because I've picked out Sven Ulreich. Now, not played a lot for for Bayern in recent years, and I think that could be useful because for two million pounds, I think you can definitely tempt tempt Bayern to let him leave, tempt him to leave. I think he will be a more than capable, more than adequate backup goalkeeper. For me, you would want someone with a bit more experience. I was trying to find a Neto, a Navas type goalkeeper. Equally. The only fa- person, as I say, yeah. that I could think of was Claudio Bravo, but he has just had an extension with Curtis. My thing, so obviously Bayern have now got Sommer and Neuer, so they don't need yeah. Ulreich, but Ulreich has and learned Lubin. from Andrew. Ulreich has trained with probably one of the best goalkeepers of the last decade. At, well, and obviously he did play under Pep Guardiola. And yeah. I think that could be really useful if he is to play maybe a couple of rotation minutes, if he is to start the cup competitions, I'll, if he's just to be I mean, involved with the club, to have a more senior figure I think, I think who has played... Depending on how Murich does, it all right could push him to start. Well, that's the thing as well. I want some I want competition there. So yeah. if Murich is having a bad season, you've got a more than adequate goalkeeper. Because for me, I don't hate Peacock Farrell. We would if I did. Despise <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But... I think he is not ready for Premier League football. And I feel that good enough for this is all right, best chance to get to the best league in the world. Probably, yeah. I don't really see him ever starting for a no. Premier League side, but he could definitely come in and do a job. I don't think he's too old either, Sven Ulrich. I believe he's only... 
people. I was going to say younger than that, but we'll have a look. Sven, so all right. 28. He's 34, to be fair. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, maybe under no, 30, yeah. Mark. But, yeah, hasn't hasn't played hasn't played in a while. Probably got another two, three years in him. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But so I think it's a backup goalkeeper. Goalkeeper's going to go along. Yeah, but I don't think it's Burnley. you got a 38-year-old man sitting on the bench. No, but it'll be interesting. But, but he isn't a coach. For Burnley, they've got to think about this season and then look beyond, probably. Yeah, but he'd be a fine third choice in yeah, four was. seasons' time. So, yeah, for me, nice, definitely definitely could be a good option as a backup there. Starting centre-half then, as we say, we, they've already renewed the contract of Bayer, so I think yeah. that's fine there. Good deal, that. But then other other signings who they have already brought in is Dara O'Shea from West Brom. Mm. I think that's a good bit of business, no? I, I mean, I think it's very smart. A West Brom club that's practically sold for around £60 million. So they're in tatters. They're going to take any money they can get. So yeah. definitely you know, going out and getting you know picking up those players, very, very smart idea. Yeah, 100%. And obviously they're building a sort of Irish contingent now with Josh Cullen yeah. in there. And now with Dara O'Shea, I think there's someone like Connor Roberts, of course, yeah. he's Irish as well. He's so, Welsh, isn't he? oh, he might be actually. Yeah, Welsh. oh, that's poor for me. Yeah. He's got the Welsh are coming back. He's going to get tasty, this one. <laughs> but they are building a bit of an Irish contingent there, so I think he fits that. He's a good centre half, good with the ball at his feet yeah. as well, which is crucial to how Burnley like to play. Then a player that I've added here and someone I've seen them linked with is Sumaya Kulabali, who of course is a young Dortmund centre half. I think you can get him on loan. I wouldn't buy him because he's Risky. he's a bit of he's a bit error prone. He hasn't he has struggled yeah. to play. I think he played a game for Dortmund and made a crucial error and since then didn't play for them. But for me, on a loan deal, it removes that risk. He may not start at the start of the season, but he is six foot three. So I think he, that frame does just yeah. replace the physical presence of Harlan oh, Bellis. I'd love to see him and Harlan though, to get toast out of my treat one. That may well be interesting, yeah. So for me, Kulabali makes a lot of sense, replaces exactly what Harlan Bellis did, and on a loan deal, relatively risk-free. Maybe if you can get an optional future fee in there, then that could be useful if you want to sign in the summer after. But, but do not get Caladu. Make sure you get the other one. <laughs> Don't accidentally sign Caladu Koulibaly. That would be frustrating. <laughs> Starting left-backs then. Well, the most obvious option is just go and buy in Martin. Yeah. Because if Chelsea don't sell, don't sell Kukurea, for me, you can probably get him at around £20 million. Kukurea. Don't sign Kukurea, whatever you do. <laughs> Absolute garbage. <laughs> Sideshow bot. The 20 mil for Martin is a fantastic list, yeah. isn't it? So I don't. I think there's not really any risk there. He played exactly how you... He, he was so yeah. crucial last season. A really, really good player on the left-hand side of the defence. And really useful for the attack for the first half yeah. of the season, and still put up some attacking output and, and towards the end of the season when they changed up the system. So, for me, he just makes sense if you can buy him. Do twenty mil is a little bit steep when there are other areas of the squad to address, but if you want a quality quality player, that's yeah. the sort of price you're going to pay. For me, it's a bargain. Nonetheless, I think yeah. he could be a player that potentially sells for closer to eighty million pounds, especially with the way inflation's going. So, in football, cost of living, poor blimey, not fastest making the point, but sure, the cost of living crisis is up. Twenty mil for Martin is not oh. a not a not a bargain in that discussion. But yeah, in the general transfer market, I think twenty million pounds for a young left back who could be. Potential yeah. world beater, potential Netherlands star. I mean, you know, and you look at the other way. I mean, che- if you, even, if you look at Chelsea fullbacks, yeah. Livermento, Lamptey, all gone on. They're probably going to make pro- profits, those teams. Yeah. Sure so I think he's just signing from the Chelsea, directly from the Chelsea Academy makes sense. Yeah. Mark Gurhey, of course, for Crystal Palace as well. Another example of that. So, so many others. Relatively, obviously, yes, yeah, Salah, De Royer, they oh, all turned no. profits. So. Oh. Yeah, for me, those two weren't academy though, to be fair. Yeah. But for me, Martin just makes a lot of sense. Really, really yeah. talented player. He fit the system last year. There's no reason why he wouldn't again. If Chelsea do sell Kukurea though and keep Martin, then I have offered a backup option of a loan deal for Sergio Gomez. I think City would be more than Ooh. happy to do that. That would mean you have to start Charlie Taylor twice this season and on the opening day. But I think that's fine. He can definitely do a job. And you would be bringing in a quality, quality player who, crucially, has played under Vincent Company, I believe. Because he was yes. at Onderlecht, yes. I, I that's think. Yeah, a shout and a half. When they played, uh, when obviously he was uh, there. As you so. said, I think City, we ha- they don't even play with full-backs anymore, so they don't need him. Yeah. 
loan him out I'm sure he'd love it 100% and that gives him yeah. a bit more Premier League experience while City can still play whatever the hell their current system is yeah <laughs> because it's not really a left back anymore like Kazaki no. Ake plays there at the moment who is a centre half well half. they do have a left back because it starts as a 4-3-3 yeah, and then yeah. changes into a 3-2-4-1 but you could and Gomez could play that left side of defence role there one, or almost an inverted he could play as an inverted left back sort of how Zinchenko played but options but for me a loan deal for him makes a lot of sense good yeah. attacking fullback would suit the Burnley system and has played under company in the past mm. so I think it makes sense for all parties I think he'd be happy to go there get some more minutes and City would be happy to give him some prem experience yeah Moving on then to the next area, that midfield reinforcements then. For me, DM is fine because you've got Bastion in that role, you've got Cork, so you're all right there. Though you do need someone, I think, that can rotate with Josh Cullen. Now, this may be a bit of a punt and a bit of a long shot, but I've said Florentino Luis. Obviously, Benfica middle midfielder tends to play as either a box-to-box or as a playmaker. He suits that that role which Josh Collin plays. He's yeah. got a great FBRF profile as well, so he could play in that double pivot because his tackling mm. interception numbers are decent and his passing numbers are decent. But for me, you could also play him as someone that pushes forward a bit more because they will line up with three midfielders in there. One will almost play as an attacking midfielder at times, or two will push up together, and or if, and if one pushes into attacking midfield, then mm. the other two will sit deeper. So for me, a Luis and Cork pivot. <laughs> no, yeah. sounds mental on paper but I think it might just work might. and he's a magical my player my question would be would it's he going to be an expensive deal but yeah what's your would he would he leave would he trade Champions League football with Benfica for a relegation fight with Burnley the thing is he's not going to play for Benfica I don't think he will play much for Benfica and this is another sh- is and it's a chance it's a chance at the Premier League and everyone loves the Premier League because it's the best I think he was on loan last season somewhere, but I cannot tell you where. Yeah, he was on loan at Hatafe. Oh, oh no, sorry, he was on loan at Hatafe the season before, but he did play for Benfica last yeah. season. 25 starts, 33 appearances very well. in the league. Clearly played really, really well, but I think for 20 mil, you could probably, Ooh, maybe 30, maybe 30 mil, but... Benfica are very good at up in their price. Look how much As I say, this is my biggest punt. Yeah. This is going to be a difficult transfer to pull off, but if you do pull it off at that 30 mil mark because I think Benfica may be a little more lenient they've already made loads of money they don't need more on what pla- look how much it's on Jao Felix for Jao Felix Enzo Fernandez. there's a list robberies go on robberies. Ruben Diaz they're not robberies they are sorry you can't tell yeah, how that. much they charge Liverpool for Nunes never that, to be fair though Nunes cooked the, um, <sighs> the Champions League in the season before and then just and actually he's a really really good player as is Jao Felix, as is Enzo Fernandez, has proven. And to be fair, the the, the Benfica, this is yeah, such a tangent, but Benfica are ridiculously good at recruitment. But they find them, no, or they do, they find their way to make sure that everyone pays the top price. Who is it they, they went and signed? Oh, Andreas Scheldrup they went and picked up yeah. for like twenty quid, pretty much, and they'll probably sell him on for a hundred million pounds. Yeah, but I don't think I think it would be steep to get those. I think it would be, but Burnley are Burnley have money. They do. Burnley definitely have money, but you're probably looking. There's there's definitely other options out there yeah. for a more affordable price tag. Someone who is more affordable than Coventry City midfielder Gustavo Hamer, and actually while I'm on the point, Ooh. Victor Garcares as well. Oh, I now think we're getting some names. This this was discussed uh, towards the end of the season. How actually the way that players are struggling to adapt a lot recently does it not just make more sense to buy? Could we see people be bought in pairs? So. We've spoken a lot about man about Napoli because Osimhen and Kavaraskelia are both great players. The fact they've already got that link up, mm. could someone go and splash two hundred million to get the pair? And the thing with Hamer and Gaiocares, but also you've got Luke McNally coming back from loan. He spent the whole season at Coventry. Exactly. So you, so have, you have a little Coventry trio there. Not that they'd be anywhere near each other, but they would be able Gaio- to have the dynamic oh. in the squad. Gaiocares. I think he's a very good player and makes more sense for me as a forward option. Hamer, I have question marks about. He had a very good season. Is he Premier? Is he ready for that step up yet? I don't I would know. I say one hundred percent he is. One hundred percent he is. I'd have my reservations. Guy Crez, okay. I'll be sold. Signed, sealed, delivered. Brilliant okay. player. He will be snapped up by a Premier League club this season. For me, Mike Burnley, Mike West Ham. Hamer doesn't start. Hamer's rotation with Brown. Yeah, yeah, but he plays that role brilliantly. 
And we've seen him do it for Coventry all season, mm-hmm. how he can play as that midfielder that pushes forwards. I think he'd do really well in that role for Burnley. I think his numbers really say it all. To be fair, he was quality in that Championship player final. Exactly. And if he can bring that Didn't to Burnley, just a different dynamic. He did indeed. Uh, in tears but he has been magnificent this season we look at his FB ref he ranks in some of the highest percentiles for non-penalty goals this is against midfielders of course non-penalty XG shots total assists expected uh, assisting for goals stuff like that so he's just shot creating actions by the way also in the 95th percentile so all very high Mm. ranking there but also his passing numbers his progressing numbers are also really good so he could carry that ball out of midfield into those forward areas just to give you another way forward so and also his tackle numbers is it even even despite all those great attacking numbers that we're looking at it ranks in the 87 percentile for tackles yeah that's across all midfielders in the championship 81 for 81st percentile for blocks so he can play as a defensive more defensive player as well which could be crucial in that role a very similar profile to Josh Brownhill for me it just makes a lot of sense yeah a lot of yeah, sense. especially since he's already got that connection with Victor Garcrest that relationship with Victor Garcrest. Yeah which could prove crucial. So yeah, that, that sort of takes us into the forward options, as I mentioned with Garcrest, probably looking around the £20 million marks for him, £12 million mark for Hamer. I think that's a handsome £32 million yeah. for Coventry, which they could then use to get themselves up into the Prem. And then they have already signed a striker, apparently, Burnley. Now, this one was weird, but apparently they've signed Michael Obafemi. So he was on loan for them with the second half of the season, didn't really start much, played a lot of bench, a lot of bench minutes. But apparently they've signed him. Now, I couldn't find much information. They've not announced him. But on Transfermarkt, it says he plays for Burnley and will play for Burnley next season. So I don't know what's going on there. Maybe Burnley fans in the comments can update us, can give us some more information on the current situation Mm on Obafemi. But for me, that's a weird one because he didn't do a lot last season. Who knows? Yeah, Transfermarkt, I remember. Yeah, I mean, he didn't play loads. And I know he didn't have the... I know he said in an interview he doesn't have the stamina actually to start and play a full 90 for Burnley which is mental like you're a professional footballer but no it's a, it's a company system oh, okay. because it demands obviously so much of players that makes more sense I was about to say. It's, a, it's not that he just can't run for knackered male to 60 <laughs> but yeah he, obviously that adapting to that system does yeah. take time and he has apparently just didn't have that stamina to be able to press as aggressively as company wants him to so Maybe if he can work out a lot of the time, it'll be great. But I just the fact that there's not a lot of information on what's going on mm. with his current situation was really confusing you know. for me. So it's hard to research know. that. Probably so, yeah. a Burnley fan. There's only Burnley yeah, in right. the nose out there. Then yeah. get us, get us some information. But yeah, so that would be around 107 million with all those factors in fees. That maybe a little Ooh. higher if Florentino if Florenti Luis is well. Forest spent 200 mil. Yeah. So that's not Burnley will have that money. They've, they'll get payments for coming up into the Premier League. But 107 mil. That's with Luis's tag a little lower than maybe yeah. expected. 87 mil if that's Gomez rather than Martin because that would be a loan deal rather than 20 million permanent. So for me, that is, that's probably the best you could do without spending loads. Mm. Maybe Luis could be someone else and you could get someone of a similar quality yeah. for a lot less. But I think I've done a good job there. Of course, I'm sure the comment section will leave their feedback but any any other targets you have you, have you seen anyone linked to Burnley because I was trying to find people and just couldn't there's not a lot mm. of links to Burnley right now they they were linked with a few players I think that there's this Bill Altore or, or Traore bloke that's been linked with everyone under the sun that we've been that we've been discussing yeah. so far there's also one that interested me oh Habib Diallo, Habib Diallo who I actually said should go to Luton yeah. when we did that Luton rebuild I and mean, I know we will do Luton again in this series, but I said he'd be a great addition. So they've also been linked with Andrew uh, Andrew Omovamadeli, but having already signed Bayat and be Dara O'Shea, I don't think it'd be a weird one. I think it's really good, but you probably wouldn't want to out fork out another Norris twenty million pounds. But Omovamadeli still might yeah. miss it. It's not his fault, and he hasn't really played. It wasn't. It was mainly um, Hanley and Gibson, though, which is not. <laughs> He did, no, it's not like he, it's not like he yeah. didn't really play. Sorry, he did obviously play quite a lot, but it, they those two started, I think, most of the games. Yeah, I can't spell that. Here we go. Uh, he plays. Yeah, thirty-four appearances, only twenty-seven That's starts. It is, but it's you should be starting every game. Yeah, true. But yeah, a really true. a really good player. He would make sense because obviously he is a uh, a good centre half. He's Irish as well, so yeah. if you want to continue yeah. that Irish contingent and. Top of the morning to you. Yeah, top of the morning to you. It'll be fine there. But yeah, 
That is. I think that's everything for yeah. this. Should we get? Should we do some predictions before we Ooh. sign off? Then where do we see Burnley being next season? They'll be down there. They they don't get it wrong. They were brilliant in the championship, but they will be down there. I think they will just be okay. 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 I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be around that twelfth, eleventh sort of mark in the table. Oh, I that, think they're really. That's a crazy establishment. Fulham came in and finished tenth last year, and they were crap. Like Mitrovic just scored, and that was it. I think I think they're all mocking it. If you look at if, if you look at the uh, expected performance from last season, Burnley out, uh, sorry Fulham outperformed in every statistic yeah. possible. They just basically right. Mitrovic scored a load of goals from no chances created. I think that and could happen. Away. And if I'm not doing my best, Rory James but, impression, I think you, you, I think Burnley play better perhaps a style of football than Fulham, and they'll be right up there. Yeah, fair enough. Because I think we might see a potential slip off for. Four. I think well, I think Fulham will definitely sit down the table. I think Bournemouth drop a little bit. I could see West Ham being down there again. No, maybe. I think I think West Ham be better. For it depends how they reinvest reinvest the rice money. If they don't yeah. sign a DM though, they're going to get run through. So yeah, I think they could I, be. In I'm going to I'm going to go I'm going to go out. That means obviously we we'll get these predictions right, but I think they could be saved uh, by the fact that the other two teams they can't win. Will also be down. But that's the thing, isn't it? Because you're already going to have those two. You've got all three sides that came up last season, none of which I think were safe, convincingly, other than Fulham, who I think will drop because it's only natural. They can't maintain. They can't maintain this level of performance. Everton haven't signed anyone yet. And we're talking about them in a couple of days. How they never get relegated? Well, someone needs to relegate them. (laughs) I think Everton will may well bounce back. It depends on how they recruit. How is Deutschball still surviving in 2023? I'll judge whether Everton staff or not based on their first signing. If they go and make an intelligent signing, I'll go, fair enough, Someone they're going like to stay Salomon out. Someone like Rondon It's going to be, yeah, it's Relegate them that, now, then bother letting them play the season. It's going to be like Borgia Iglesias, which actually wouldn't be a horrendous signing, to be but fair. me. <laughs> but good player, Borgia Iglesias. Much better than Rondon, for that way. But go get who? Some of those random-ass signings. Oh, they signed Deli Alley. Why did they... I want to be... <laughs> what a song but yeah I think that's everything for today of course if you have enjoyed like make Bernie. sure yeah I like Bernie good side if you have enjoyed make sure to leave a like and subscribe if you're new around here it massively helps us out we are hoping to hit 2.5k subscribers this year which we know is ambitious but with your we help we may well get there if you have uh, if you've got something to add to the conversation if you want to keep the conversation going get involved in the comments below I'm sure there will already be loads of people leaving comments like we mispronounced a name or you said, said one, appear- one point of view which everyone disagrees with or something but yeah if you have any feedback leave it down keep there and if you want to give your predictions for next season or anyone you would sign then please put it in there I'm sure we'll have loads of Burnley fans in the comments of this that are either riled up or loving it so let's yeah. hope it's the latter that's all for us today though thank you all very much for watching and we'll see you next time see ya